Have you ever wondered who and what you truly are? Have you tried to answer that question by endless searching? Who and what you are goes beyond any word, any label, or any definition. You are a gift to the world, the likes of which has never been seen, far greater than you have ever known. Every definition that you have of you limits you, stops you, and keeps you from being you, undefining you, Letting go of all definitions is required if you truly desire to live free. You are invited to explore with curiosity and wonder, possibilities beyond your wildest imaginations, possibilities that exist when you have the courage to undefine you. I am your host, Marnie Barenko, and you are listening to Undefining You. Welcome, everybody, to Undefining You podcast. I am your host, Marty Barranco. And today, our special guest is Mr. Fer, Mr. Fer, Mr. Fer Christopher Hughes. <laughs> you have many I titles. like that. I'm going to use that, Mr. Fer Christopher. Christopher. I like Mr. Fer Christopher, too. And the first time I encountered Mr. Fer Christopher Hughes was nine years ago. And I was attending an online class with Access Consciousness. You probably haven't even heard this story, Chris. But you did a, during one of the breaks, you did kind of an intro class on elegance and you were talking about elegance and decadence and hedonism and allowing the things in your world to contribute to you. And I was so mesmerized. I, I grew up in Iowa, like farm girl. And the point of view was so much about only having what you need to get by. So why would you even buy $50 earrings when Walmart has them for 250? That's not practical. So that was, that was the mentality of what I grew up in. And so I sat there jaw open, listening to you talking about ironing your sheets or having them ironed and folded into the drawer because of what that contributed to you. And it just opened up this whole space in my world of, I did not even know that this whole thing existed. I didn't even know what any of that was. And it was such an invitation. And you know, nine years later, I've gotten to experience you with regards to all of that in so many ways. And it's been such a gift to my world. So I'm wondering, just to kick this off, could you talk a little bit about elegance, decadence, yes. what are those things to you? Yes. Well, it's, that's a great place to start because what elegance is, from my point of view, is the greatest impact with the least amount of effort. And that's where a lot of people get a little bit twisted because they look at some of these things like ironing sheets or polishing silver or having wine glasses that you can't put in the dishwasher. And they say, hang on a minute, that's not minimum effort. That's a lot of effort. That's a lot of work. Uh, one of the things I say is nothing in my life goes in the dishwasher. Everything needs to be treated carefully and by hand. But it's like, imagine a life where all you ever ate was McDonald's. Not awesome. That's not awesome. But that's what people do to, from one extreme to another as easy. They choose a life that is convenient and all the things in it are convenient and easy. But if you actually take the effort of creating something beautiful and nurturing for your body, whether it's the food that you eat or the plates that you eat it off or any of the other elements in your life, the clothes that you choose to wear, 
they can contribute so much more compared to the actual effort you're putting in. So mm -hmm. that's elegance in, in a nutshell, is looking at what things actually contribute. And then hedonism and decadence means like, the only reason to have money and to have a body is to experience and enjoy the world around us. And it's like the McDonald's example again. Do you want a whole lot of low-grade sustenance or do you want each mouthful of life to be orgasmic and joyful and an explosion of experience that sets your body on fire? Mm. I'll have that one. I'll have that yeah. one. Yeah. So what would you say to somebody that they're listening to this and they can perceive what you're talking about, like the willingness to perceive and receive what something contributes to you rather than just the maintenance of your body or the maintenance of the dishes in the dishwasher. But that's like been out of the realm of even a possibility for them. How did you, or how do you talk to people about moving into sort of embracing that elegance and inviting all of that into your world and into your body. It doesn't have to be as hard as people are making it sound. I, go, I get what you're saying for those who are at home listening. It can be as simple as adding to all of the, all of the parts of your daily life. Like say every morning you get up and you make yourself a cup of coffee or a cup of tea to get your day started. What if instead of just reaching for the bog standard mug you're used to, you went, oh, how much fun could I have if I had a really beautiful cup to enjoy? Like I have a drawer in my kitchen that is lined with like 20 different cups and each of them are different and beautiful in their own way. And they weren't necessarily a lot of money, but every morning I get to look and go, which one would be fun today? And then I have a, a little glass jar that's filled with all these crazy little silver spoons. And I go, and which spoon would I like? So mm. it's, it's, it's just about adding to your life each day and going, okay, well, what can I add to this experience to make it more? Mm. You know, like I grew up with a grandmother who had all this crystal and china in this cabinet in her kitchen. And she covered it all in glad wrap to keep the dust off of it because she used it so rarely. And it was mm. only for special occasions. And my point of view is, every day is a special occasion. If you wake up and you're breathing and there's blood in your veins, let's celebrate. Yeah. Let's get the, let's, let, why save the best that you have available for the special occasions? What if every day was a special occasion? Mm. I love that. And it is getting out of the autopilot of just doing the existence things. Like I love your example of the coffee cups and instead of just doing your standard, make your coffee, grab the cup to actually be present with the things in your cabinet and to ask a question. And, and I get that all of this is sort of requires a communion with your body that some of us don't have, or maybe we're starting to develop. So could you talk a little bit about that communion with your body and how you sort of kind of find out how to listen to what it actually desires and what actually contributes to it, what actually, yeah. 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 So when I, when I was a kid and anytime my mom had a party and everyone came to the house, it, it, you took their coats because where I grew up, it was cold and you put them on the guest bedroom 
on the bed in the guest bedroom. That's where all the coats went. And I was too young to be able to really go hang out with the grown-ups and go to the party. But what I loved to do was go into the guest bedroom. And I was a little boy of like six or five. And I would take off all my clothes and dive into the coats so that I found the ones that were like lined with fur and enjoyed the sensation Mm. of those fabrics and furs on my body, especially when you're that age and your body is so alive and so sensitive. I just was like, Ooh, this feels amazing. I love that. And I love like, that. Like, yeah. How many of those little joys that, that add something to your body are, do you deprive yourself of because you just, you're just getting the job done, so to speak. You know, it's like, yeah. When what, what I mean by adding elegance and adding something that brings your body joy, what that looks like for me and for you can be totally different. I'm not saying that it's better to live with antiques because I like them. What is it for you and your body? What makes your body excited and happy? You know, some people love really modern, minimal, clean lines, sleek, and that gives them a sense of ease and peace with their body. I don't necessarily. I like a lot of very different designs, a lot of very ornate things. I love it to have an element of sensation for your body that feels great. You know, you just have to be willing to, as I say, in that, in that thing of adding something constantly to every situation into your life, going, wow, what would feel great here? I love that. I'm going to change the stop and smell the roses to stop, get naked, and dive into soft fabric. <laughs> that, that actually has so much more, you know, stop and smell the roses. I get the slow down part, but actually that's never given to me that what you just so eloquently described of the sensation of your body being allowed to have it. And I, what that kind of brings up in my world is how it was so not okay to express any kind of pleasure as a little kid about something that was fun or yummy for your body. It was like forbidden, like, you know, you're being too sexual or you're being too whatever, stop it. So to give yourself permission again, to just have it. Yeah. Without judging this, it. In this day and age and in our society, particularly in the West, we have this mentality that we need to earn and deserve the treats and the breaks that we get. So true. What if so that true. wasn't true? What if we didn't have to earn it? And the point of life was to enjoy it at any chance we got. I'll have that. I'll have that. So I'm also wondering, Chris, because you have the antique guild show in Brisbane, or guild show, the store in Brisbane. And when, pre-COVID times, when we could travel places, you took some of those jewelry pieces around the world to various places where people could try on things and start to get the energy of things that contributed to them and their body. So can yeah. you talk about finding those things when you walk through life that actually desire to contribute to you and your body? How do you find those things? Wow, that's big. Cause it's like, from my point of view, absolutely every molecule on the planet has consciousness. Whether it's the consciousness of a piece of plastic to the consciousness of diamonds. And all of them can contribute to your life and your body one way or the other. So you're right. I take all this jewelry and show it to people. And a lot of people have so much resistance to things that are expensive and they automatically put up some walls and barriers instead of enjoying the things and actually allowing them 
to contribute to them. So I, I love it because it, they're, to me, they represent opportunities for people to receive more. So I put all this jewelry out and say, what would your body like to play with? And it's as simple as that, asking your body and going, what element would be a contribution to you and your body right now? and trying it on and finding out. I've bought lots of jewelry over the years that I thought was pretty, that when I put it on my body, my body went, nah, this one's not for me. Mm. Yeah. And usually that gets, it's usually because I was buying it for my husband and it put it, we put it on his body and his body goes, yep, perfect, love it. Mm. Cool. So it's just about trying these different things and seeing what lights you up and what makes you thrilled to, it gives you that just joyful sense of being alive, having it on or on you or near you or around you. And as I say, that is so individual. What you find beautiful and sets you alight and what does for me can and will be totally different things. Yeah. But you have to, it's fun to get out there and explore it and try. Well, and I love the way that you talk about it and going back to the, the intro of when I first saw your first introduction class, it was that I perceived the invitation to play in a space with this that I had never played in before. And it was really kind of a curiosity and wonder if I actually let myself explore this, uh, what might I discover? So I'm, I'm grateful because you've been uh, very much an invitation in my world to something I didn't even perceive before that yeah so cool. yeah yeah so to just kind of winding this down Chris like you've said so many amazing things but if there was like kind of a one thing you'd like to just say and, and wrapping this up to the people that are listening and it can be about any of the topics that we've talked about what would you say I would say look at each moment of life as something that you can indulge in and enjoy and if, as you said, it wasn't just about stopping and smelling the roses, what can you add to it to make it even greater? From your morning cup of coffee to every element of your day. And if, you, if there's things in your life, like your car and your clothes and the house you live in that aren't bringing you joy, why in the hell are you putting up with it? Yeah, that's an awesome question. It's an awesome question. So thank you for all of that. And Chris, if people want to find out more of the things you do around the world, which is a lot, you facilitate a lot of classes, you do talks and guild shows online now where people can get a sense of the jewelry and all the things we've been talking about. So where's the best place for them to find you? Well, if, if, uh, if you'd like to see what I'm up to next, I've got my website, mrchristopherhughes.com. Uh, that's mrchristopherhughes.com. Um, and then also through the Access Consciousness website. So it's accessconsciousness.com slash Christopher Hughes. And you'll see I've got a foundation coming up and I do have right voice classes. And these are at the moment pretty well all offered online. So I'm in Australia, but you can find me no matter where you are. Awesome. And it is Mr. MR, not Mr. as. <laughs> not Mr. It's Mr. But I might change it now. Okay. Well, Chris, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. And it's always a joy to talk to you. And thanks everybody for listening and see you next time. Thanks, Marnie.